Despite warnings from city, county, state, and federal governments, many San Diegans flocked to the region's parks, trails, and beaches over the weekend. Many were not practicing social distancing. In so doing, many governments have responded. San Diego has closed most public gathering spaces, and other cities are following suit. Also this week, the U.S. Surgeon General warns that things will get worse this week as deaths and cases will likely to continue their exponential growth. Today is Monday, March 23rd. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your Coronavirus Update, a special episode of your San Diego News Fix. David Hernandez, you're part of the public safety team at the Union-Tribune, and some big public safety news happened yesterday in regards to closure of many public spaces. David, what exactly happened? Why don't you give us the kind of play-by-play of how things closed down? Yes. Yeah, so after Saturday, when so many people were seen out in public, especially in large groups and many times just hanging out in spots like the beach, um, officials in San Diego decided to close parking lots at city parks and beaches to discourage gatherings. Um under this stay-at-home order that's in place across the state. And San Diego isn't the only place that's kind of made these moves. It seems like over the weekend, pretty much all of Southern California's public space has been restricted to only follow social distancing rules. Yeah, and we're seeing that even today into Monday, um, especially along the coast and in the L.A. area, in Santa Monica, Malibu. But essentially, because uh, the sky does clear out, you know, in Southern California, people take advantage of sunny weather and head out, especially uh, because many people are working at home, children are at school. It seems that more people want to get out whenever they can. So across the Southern California and along the coast, we are seeing more closures. Um, some places are implementing parking lot closures to mm-hmm. discourage gatherings. Others are closing uh, parks and other public areas in their cities. Mm-hmm. Makes sense because it seems like older people are kind of following the rules, but going through my Instagram, it looked just like a regular weekend of people having fun. Yeah, totally. And there's a mixture. Um, you know, there's certainly people who want to exercise, but there are plenty of folks who are just kind of taking advantage, as I said, of the weather just to be outside. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, for no reason, um, as officials have said. You know, they are seeing groups congregate and hang out at the beach, for example. And um, in some cases in San Diego, for example, police, you know, is uh, taking the stance that they won't necessarily enforce um, any statewide or local orders. For now, they're really focused on educating people about the rules. Um, and so if they see groups hanging out at the beach, they'll, they will go up to, to the group and uh, tell them to stay at home unless they need to or unless they're exercising, for example. So you've kind of explained how the enforcement works, but people still are allowed to go outside. When you explain how people can enjoy the outdoors in a way that won't spread COVID-19? Yeah, so, you know, there's a... I think the biggest thing to understand is that officials really want people to stay home unless they need to. Mm-hmm. And to stay home unless they're exercising would be a good example of that. Um, in San Diego, as I mentioned, the San Diego police is really concerned about people just hanging out uh, in public spots. Um, 
So what they're suggesting is to not go out in groups, to go out individually, and to if, if someone's going out to exercise, to do so around their home if they can, as opposed to heading to the beach, say, or a park. So that hopefully discourages collectively larger peop- uh, groups and crowds from being out at the beach or parks or whatever it may be. That makes sense for people to, you know, we still are allowed to move around. This isn't a total lockdown yet, but it's mostly those groups of individuals that are becoming uh, concerning. So when you spoke to law enforcement, what was kind of the reaction of having to close down these spaces? Because, you know, here in San Diego, we really treasure these spaces. We call Balboa Park the jewel of the city. What was the reaction? Their reaction is that um, it, it's imperative for people to remember that uh, the virus spreads, um, especially in close contact with other folks who may be infected. Um, so they really are pleading for compliance um, and they're stressing, you know, if you're going out, do so if you can only to ex- exercise or for other essential needs and don't do it in large groups. Um so they understand that people may want to go out and have been cooped up in their homes, but um, you know they're stressing that whenever possible, don't go out in groups. And and, and like I mentioned, they're they're mostly for now focused on educating. They do want people to know that you know they don't plan on uh, having a state of policing where you know everyone's being cited or arrested if if they leave their home. They do stress that idea that they're on education for now and are hoping for compliance as, as part of this effort to, to spread to slow the spread of the virus mm-hmm. makes sense although this is interesting because on monday night uh the county and, and the city shortly thereafter announced the closure of bars restaurants and they said that we'll do enforcement if necessary and in subsequent press conferences both the city and the county have said enforcement was necessary most businesses were following along. Are you seeing kind of the same playbook when it comes to individuals in these public spaces? Like, is there a step after this one if people continue to disobey orders? I think it's really unclear what police will do if people continue to go out in groups and go out for purposes that don't include exercise. Um, Again, like I mentioned, they're really stressing that they don't want to a state of policing and are focused on um, educating folks whenever they come in contact with them. Um, but uh, another thing to take into account is that they have been getting calls, um, not just San Diego police, but other law enforcement agencies um, where people are reporting large group gatherings, whether it be at a park or whether it be, you know, spotting a large group um, outside a restaurant. And there have been cases where officers go out and, uh, check things out. But like I said, at least with San Diego police, um, they've been really focused on educating and, and not as opposed to citing or arresting people. Um, but, but yeah, it's unclear. And, 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 you know, there hasn't been a massive crackdown on bars that remain open. I, I don't know uh, that there are any, you know, that have been any cases that I'm aware of. Um, so I think similarly, you know, it, it kind of remains to be seen if there will be a crackdown once people, if people ignore, um, you know, the rules when it comes to social distancing in large groups. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've noticed, at least in neighborhood, when I, in my neighborhood when I took a walk over the weekend, was places that were still open, like coffee shops, you know, that had a coffee window as opposed to, like, an inside space, had squares where they taped down six feet, six feet. So, like, 
many businesses that are staying open are really pushing the changes we have to make to prevent more people from dying. But clearly, when it comes to open space, that doesn't work. Yeah, and I think that's that's tricky, too, because um, I think businesses um, are trying to be uh, compliant whenever possible. I mean, they certainly don't. The sense I get from businesses is that they don't really want to disobey to maybe be forced to close down obviously they we know how imperative it is for a business to remain open if they can if they offer an essential service so i think they're not trying to cross any lines and are trying to be helpful whenever possible but like you said in you know out in public um, whether it be on a hiking trail or a park it's a lot harder for people to um, keep in mind that it's important to stay six feet apart. So we are in the midst of a public health crisis, and we have seen enforcement from all levels of government in different ways. This naturally does not sit well with a segment of the population that you know believes in individual rights and freedom, and along with that, often the Second Amendment. So you also wrote about how rising gun sales have kind of shocked those in the county. What's going on with that? Yeah, so a lot of stores across the county from Algon to San Marcos are saying that they're seeing a massive uptick in sales, uh, mostly ammunition and guns. Um, they say that the demand is being driven by first-time buyers, which is really interesting. Um, it kind of points to the fact that, as they say, there are concerns over the coronavirus. Um, what I've heard from customers who have been outside of stores and mines is that uh, – They have different types of concerns that essentially amount to, you know, a societal breakdown. Some fear that law enforcement may not be available um, if the coronavirus continues to spread and, um, you know, either affects their family or things get out of hand. Um, People think that law enforcement might not be available to uphold law and order. Um, Others fear looting. People running low on supplies, breaking into homes, armed Um, And so essentially what I'm hearing from customers is that this is their way of taking a precaution um, to protect their family and themselves should they need to. Yeah, certainly this is a scary time for everyone. And, you know, how you respond to it is different for every individual. But so far, what we've heard from law enforcement is that crime hasn't increased. Uh, David Neslite, the chief of police, has been on several press conferences and said that things especially with, you know, people calling police and even 911 for other emergencies, things have been quiet because people are staying home. Yeah, I mean, that's certainly right. Um, you know, we plan to follow up to see, you know, how things look after a week or a week and a half or two. But yeah, we haven't, you know, had a major uptick in crime um, reported by police agencies. We have seen, you know, not necessarily um, any cases in San Diego that I'm aware of, but we have seen, um, you know, people fighting over toilet paper on social media and that sort of thing. But, you know, reported violence hasn't been widespread as, as far as I know, especially in terms of looting or any of those kind of crimes. We haven't seen that being widespread. Mm-hmm. Seems like in this time of uncertainty, taking things a little slower, taking a deep breath, you know, goes a long way and kind of calming fears and reminding ourselves that we are in this together and we can slow the spread if we all, you know, take these precautions in mind. Yeah, and I think one important thing to note is that um, 
gun control advocates stress that if people do decide to buy a gun in fear of the coronavirus or just in general, um, that it's important to take uh, gun safety measures. They say that it's important to keep the gun unloaded in a locked container with ammunition stored away. So um, I think that's important mm-hmm. as well. Certainly, and also abide by local regulations when it comes to owning firearms. Rules still apply. Country hasn't devolved yet, so it's still important to follow those things. All right, David Hernandez, thank you so much and stay safe. Thank you. Now, since Friday evening, the number of coronavirus cases in the county has risen to 230. On Sunday, COVID-19 took the life of the first county resident. He was a 70-year-old man. The U.S. Navy medical ship Mercy departed Naval Base San Diego Monday. It will dock in the port of Los Angeles. The ship has more than 800 naval and medical staffers and is meant to help with preventing hospitals from getting too full. San Diego Unified School District and Los Angeles Unified School District have asked the state for additional funding. Moving education online has cost at least $500 per student. Both districts said they are spending their reserves now to make ends meet. Many California districts, including Unified, were already facing budget shortfalls before the pandemic began. San Diego County will receive a 250-bed mobile field hospital. Trump authorized the move, and County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher said the hospital could either be set up alongside an existing facility or at a standalone location. An estimated 60% of all San Diego County restaurants have chosen to close completely during the pandemic, instead of shifting to takeout. That's according to the California Restaurant Association. County officials have announced a six-month deferral of environmental health permit fees for restaurants, which range from nearly $800 to $2,000. San Diego Mayor Kevin Falconer announced Monday that Golden Hall and the San Diego Convention Center will be used as emergency shelters as a means of preventing the spread of coronavirus among the city's homeless community. As of now, no homeless persons have tested positive. If someone has symptoms, they will be moved to a hotel room. More than 2,000 of those have been obtained by the county. At-risk persons will also be moved to hotels and motels. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix. We want to remind you that information is the first line of defense. The San Diego Union-Tribune is dedicated to bringing you the latest news in print, online, and our podcasts. Right now, you can read our public health stories related to the virus online for free without hitting the paywall. But you can get all of our news at your fingertips wherever and whenever you want if you're a subscriber. Don't miss a story. Go to uniontrip.com slash subscribe. Until next time.